That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. It is, well, it's not Thanksgiving yet, but it's Waiver Wire Tuesday, and for us, it is our Thanksgiving show. So, happy Thanksgiving once again. Hope you guys enjoy it. It is week 12. We got a lot of stuff to go over. Got to get lineup set for Turkey Day. I got Doc in the house to give me some injuries. I got Jordan to break down the games for you. I got sophisticated waiver wire pickups and, of course, a little turkey day fun. It's time for TSS Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. There it is indeed. Happy Waiver Wire Thanksgiving to you, the Judge Jordan Thomas. Welcome in, my friend. Time to bring some order to this show, some order to this court. What's up, my man? Glad to be back. Glad to have you. It's that holiday time. It's feeling all sentimental for friends and family. Um, so we got a lot of fun tonight, and we got a lot of stuff to break down. So glad to have you back in the studio, my friend. Let's get this thing started. Um, don't forget, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. Lots of great daily games, and especially over the Turkey Day holiday, um, lots of good trifectas to play, uh, if you will. So it'll be fun to get on to Underdog. Use our promo code code there also jazz sportsbook lots of great promos there use our promo promo code tss and we're getting close to the end so if you start to look for some championship bling for that fantasy champion look no further than pro am belts baby all right well we got some injuries to go over we got a lot to talk about let's get doc in because i don't want to pay this bill Plus, it's like almost like he, it's in Turkey Day holiday time. So it's almost you got to pay time and a half, right? Something like that. Let's bring in the doc, bring in some injuries. The doctor is in. I mean, we started in the summer and now we're here. It's we're in November time frame, starting to get a little chilly. Uh, but those injuries are starting to mount. Here we go, Doc. Welcome into the studio. And, of course, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, my friend. Thanksgiving to you as well, Commissioner. Let's begin with the talk of the NFL, Joe Burrow. So the Bengals just announced he is done for the season after tearing a ligament in his right wrist. So I wanted to bring a little bit of information about what specific ligament he injured, but there is nothing out there about this specific structure. All we know is it's a right wrist ligament. Over the last couple of days before that was announced, internet doctors were speculating about everything. The speculation was wild. Everything from his small finger 
to a possible dislocation to his ulnar nerve to a number of tendons. The best description I heard of this was, it's bizarre. But now we know that it's some undisclosed right wrist ligament regardless. Next up for Burrow, surgery for the repair. And then we're looking at a four, maybe more month recovery. So Burrow's had yet another bad season. Moving to Geno Smith. So he left briefly during week 11 with an elbow injury, but returned. Coach Pete Carroll diagnosed it as a, quote, sore elbow, end quote, without structural damage. So we did get a little bit more clarity about the nature of the injury the other day. It's a triceps tendon bruise. So the triceps is the big muscle on the back of the upper arm. It straightens out your elbow. So he's got a bruise to that tendon there right behind the tip of the elbow. Had him out of practice on Monday. But there's optimism in Seattle that he's going to play week 12. Remember, however, they do have a short week, right? So the plan is to hold Geno Smith out of practice until Wednesday, give the boo-boo plenty of time to heal. We may have more clarity mid-Wednesday at the earliest, but I will say I do feel confident about him playing. A whole lot more confident than I am about Kenneth Walker playing. So staying in Seattle, Walker exited Sunday's game with what Pete Carroll, again, to quote him for the second time on the show, described as an oblique strain that was legit. Gotta love that, right? A legit oblique strain. So here's what little we know. Uh, Walker was a non-participant on Monday. He's not, however, considered an IR candidate. But again, the Seahawks have a short week, so I am not optimistic that Kenneth Walker will be ready by Thursday. So I'm saying Smith is good to go. Walker, not happening. Dial up Charb. Yeah, we'll be talking about that when we hit the waiver wire, but uh, absolutely. Goodness. All right, what else we got, Doc? Going to Baltimore. So Lamar Jackson briefly visited the medical tent over the weekend with an ankle injury sustained in the first quarter. And I think really this just gives us something to talk about, but ultimately it's not going to impact him this week. Jackson himself has been quoted as saying, feeling good and I'll be good for the Chargers. So no reservations about Lamar Jackson's readiness for week 12. Going to have to help me with this last name. Devon Kane. I guess. A-Chain. 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 Thank you, guys. A-Chain with so, the list. A-Chain with <laughs> – so he had his knee landed on over the weekend. Uh, alarmingly, this was the same knee he previously injured, which had the Dolphins a little worried. The story is he was eager from the sideline to return, but they held him back out of an abundance of caution. So that's great news. And more good news, he was a limited participant in practice on Tuesday – so I'm very optimistic that he will be ready for week 12. Not so optimistic about Aaron Jones. So he sustained a first half MCL sprain in week 11 and was carted off the field. Now, the following is just me speculating, but you don't cart off a grade one MCL sprain. So I've got real concerns that this is, you know, a significant grade two sprain. If they're taking him off the field, he clearly was in a lot of pain. Um, he was listed as a non-participant on Monday. And they've got a short week coming. So I saw right before the show, it's unlikely he's going to play this week. That's not surprising. I'm going to say, don't count on Jones being ready for Thanksgiving. But maybe more concerningly, this is going to cost him several weeks, if I'm correct on this. So 
a big question mark by Jones for the next several weeks. Cooper Cup. So dealing with an ankle sprain he sustained during week 11. He's listed as day-to-day. Um, he didn't return after going out of the game. But good news is he was on the sideline testing it. That's a really good sign for week 12. Darius Slayton was knocked out of week 11 with an unspecified arm injury. He did not return. Just a big question mark for week 12. I can't find anything about the nature of the injury or the recovery for him. So just a big question mark for Slayton. And then wrapping up the show or the segment with Mark Andrews. So he sustained a fibular fracture. So the fibula is the lower leg bone on the outside, fibular fracture and ligament injury. Once again, no specifics about what ligament was injured, but there's three major ligaments connecting that lower outer leg, the fibula, to the various tarsalar ankle bones. So it could have been any one of those. Initially, the injury was described as season ending, but there's now some reports, incidentally, they all originate with Coach Harborough, that Andrews has a, quote, outside chance to return later this season. He did have surgery Tuesday. But let me say this, even if those reports are correct and medical expert Coach Harborough is correct, even if he returns late this season, that's a big if. It's going to be after the fantasy season's over. So practically for our audience, Mark Andrews' season is done. Absolutely put it to bed. We'll be talking about uh, pickups for tight ends for those Mark Andrews owners here in a bit. Um, Doc, appreciate you, my friend. Again, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. We will see you next week. Good night, gentlemen. All right, let's get to our weekly leaders. And what a week it was, my friend. I mean, comeback stories aplenty. Trevor Lawrence, welcome to the fantasy season 32.2. Weren't you on the judge's court just recently? I mean, did you? I think you just answered the call, my friend. Justice. Great job. Great, great job, um, Trevor. Uh, Brock Purdy, 26.7. Justin Herbert, 25.7. Lamar Jackson, 24. Josh Allen, 23.5. Jordan, anyone you want to holler about in these QBs? I mean, got to give it to my man, Trevor Lawrence, <clears throat> even though you already did uh, finally turning it around, kind of hoping he can keep that momentum against Houston. And then nice little bounce back from Josh Allen. Um, see, that uh, can got a little bit of a brutal schedule coming up. And so all I got to say, you probably aren't, but this week, with all my heart, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so let's go. Um, no, let's know, Buffalo. Um, I um, wanted to shout out, um, actually, Josh Allen, myself, um, because, yeah, you're right, it was a nice bounce back for him. I mean, listen, I like Josh Allen. I don't like the Bills, but I like him. Uh, but you can see there is some definite disconnect um, I think with him and Diggs, I don't know what's going on. Seems weird to be honest with you, but you know, again, who the hell am I? Not a psychiatrist, but a little weird bit of chemistry going on there. Kind of wish Hard Knocks was in Buffalo this year because I feel like it'd be a good insight into that locker room right now. Although I can't wait till we get done here because I'll be definitely turning that on. Um, let's go to the running backs. Saquon, another comeback story. Welcome to the fantasy season. 30 big points. 
Jalen Warren becoming a star in front of our eyes. 23.5. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, 21.5. Christian McCaffrey, of course, 21.3. And tied uh, down at the end here at the top five here, Joe Mixon and Gus Edwards, both with 21 points. Anyone you want to shout out here, my friend? So, yeah, Jalen Warren, um, if you listen to us in the um, summer tour, you know, we were hyping him up a little bit and he has absolutely um, capitalized on the opportunities, opportunities that he's been given. And then, you know, another week, another Christian McCaffrey top five finish, another touchdown. This guy is the most automatic player I have ever seen in fantasy football. Like said it and don't fucking even think about it again for the rest of the season. Easy overall number one every year until you know till it starts to taper off. But he's definitely the number one overall every time. Um, every week he's top. Like it's just it's just craziness. Um, and I I want to look look at Jameer Gibbs. Um, even with David Montgomery. Um, I I apologize. I don't have the whole list in front of me. Um, of course I just write down the top five, so I keep it simple. But uh, I know he had a pretty decent game as well. Um, so even with, you know, David Montgomery doing well now, the only thing that does dispel, cause I know as a Sam Laporta owner is that now I've seen a big disc, uh, drop in his, um, targets and points. So, um, the only thing that kind of suffers there, but this running game attack of the Detroit lions is ferocious and for real. Um, so really cool to see a young back doing well, um, after they traded swift and, uh, Jamal Williams away. Um, all of a sudden this running game really has seemed to pick up a bit, um, to be quite frank. All right, look at the receivers again, comeback story, Calvin Ridley, 31.1 again, welcome back Tyreek money Hill, 30.6 tank Dell, bro. Wow. Another star being born 28.9 Keenan Allen, 27.6 and Brandon, I, in 26.6. Anyone you want to shout out there? Tank Dale, I, you said it best. Another star is being born. And man, all of a sudden, Houston's really on to something. I think coming into the season, everybody expected there to be a pretty enormous gap between Jacksonville and everybody else. But damn, has Houston caught up quick. And we want to talk about stars. CJ Stroud is it man and tank bell he's that dude he's he's that number one i think he is only going to continue to build on this resume a hundred percent totally agree you gotta love it um all right go over the tight ends george kittle for justin america's tight end 22.9 numero uno this week travis kelsey 15.4 uh josh oliver 14.7 david najoku 12.6, and anybody with the first name Stone um, is cool with me. Stone Smart, 12.1. So that's my quick shout-out. Um, anyone do you want to shout-out with the tight ends? Stone Smart, baby, let's go. Um, my boy didn't make it this week, but my other boy did over here on the wall. Travis Kelsey, automatic. Um, I hated seeing the freaking Eagles beat the damn Chiefs last night, and it makes me sick to my stomach. But every week, Travis Kelsey said it and forget it. Listen, it's been three weeks in a row. I didn't, you know, I always start out with my little story about three weeks, Jordan, in a row that my fantasy game has come down to Monday night, and I'll be damned if it did happen again. I, I had, let's check this out. I had 
Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts. And my opponent had Jake Elliott. And my opponent was up uh, 10 points. And I'm like, uh, you know, we're all like, yeah, it's over. You know, I was just waiting. And then by halftime, do you know what the lead was? Eight. He had eight. He still had eight points. I, I got two points off of that lead. Like, I just couldn't believe what was going on. And then finally, of course, at the end, you know, he runs it in. I get a little extra. And then, you know, hey, the little pass to Smith at the end, put a little cherry on top. But again, down to Monday night. And I'm that guy. I don't look at it during the weekend. I don't, as the games go on, I don't want to see what's going on. It caused me too much anxiety. So now you force me to watch it. And I got to pace the hallway all night long. Absolutely ridiculous. But as long as I get the W, I guess I'm good, right? All right, let's let's get on to, I'll just mention the defenses. Giants, man. I'll be damned because we had this whole talk about defenses on the show because we were, I was going back and forth between the Jets and the Chargers. Um, and then here on the waiver wire was the Giants just sitting there. Number one overall, 23 points. Um, Bills, 21 points. Cowboys, 21. America's team, the Miami Dolphins, 12 points from Go-Go Gadget, Jalen Ramsey, and Cardinals. 10 points uh, to finish things up. So there we are. It's our leaders of the week. All right, let's talk about some flops. Can't you morons do anything right? They did their best. Flip stops. Flip stops. They did their best. Flip stops. Calm down. All righty, topping off our flops this week. I mean, because who he is, who he is, and he's 15th, Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, that's kind of a flop if you're a Pat Mahomes owner and def- desperately needing some big Monday night points. Jared Goff was 16th on the week. Dak Prescott, 17th. Geno Smith, 19th. And other than that, it was pretty much business as usual. Um, anyone you're worried about here in, in the lower uh, – portion i guess or flops worried about absolutely not disappointed in travis or uh, sorry patrick mahomes i'm looking at you bro <laughs> i have to say I'm, I'm a little yeah i'm a little disappointed in dak too but i think you know going back to last year when we kept talking about the texans when they were as bad as they were the conversation of course was um is that defense actually that good against the pass and not good against the run because of game script. But I think that's actually, you know, what's going on with the Panthers. They're actually a really good uh, defense in the secondary um, and just horrible against the run. So you can't really pass against. Um, Even Tony Pollard scored against the Carolina Panthers. Even Tony Pollard saw the end zone, but he's not a flop this week, believe it or not. Let's go to those running backs. Jerome Ford was 21st, Raheem Mostert 22nd, A.J. Dillon 23rd. Travis Etienne Jr., 25th. Um, he's been down here a little bit now. Um, James Conner, 27th. Deonta Foreman had the injury. Uh, I forgot to mention that to Doc, 28th. Um, interested to see if he's um, a go or not. Um, Javonta Williams, 29th. Austin Eckler, 31st. Um, Alexander Madison, 32nd. Josh Jacobs going against America's team was 37th. Derek Henry, 39th. And Najee Harris, 41st. Uh, anyone on this list do you want to shout out, worried about, whatever you want to talk about? 
This whole list is such a let. This is like half of the first round of fantasy drafts this year. Are you kidding me? Come on, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, pull your head out of your asses. I do want to say, you know, and I think it's kudos to them more than anything. Miami, I feel like, really showed us something this week. America's team, they showed us they can win a game without, you know, having to score 65 points in a shootout. So, you know, most are being down there. It, it, it sucks, but I think it was actually good and overall positive for your squad. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't even get me started, but the schedule, and by the way, I would love, to, I want to go back to all the things we talked about, because I swear, I feel like I said most of this these things. When we talked about the schedule, everyone was like, Tua and and the schedule and guess what? Just like I fucking said, it doesn't matter because we don't know what the schedule is going to be like. Now all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Oh, the Miami Dolphins are seven and three, and look who they have on their schedule: the Jets, the Redskins. Oh, I mean the Commanders. My bad, the Titans. Like all of a sudden, that schedule is looking mighty fucking nice, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought you said. You know whose schedule ain't looking mighty nice? That's second place Buffalo Bills. But they're going to beat the Eagles this week. Let's go, Bills Nation. Fly, Eagles. All right, let's go. Jahan Dotson, 29th. He continues to be a disappointment. By the way, going back to the Rainbacks, real quick, I do want to mention, yeah, Derrick Henry, by the way, yeah, I would be big time fucking concerned. I mean, this guy has been yep. not only – I mean, it's been bad, bad. He's not just been bad when he's bad. He's been real bad. Um, so if I'm Derrick Henry owner, I'm definitely concerned um, what's going on and <laughs> what's going on with him and that offense, quite frankly. I, I um, would also say Najee Harris ain't that dude in Pittsburgh anymore, period. Right. I mean, and I mean, like I said, like, you know, we said right in the beginning, Jalen, Jalen, I mean, he's just a star. Being, I mean, he's just a big, there's a huge difference. It was almost like the difference between Michael Carter and Brees Hall when you saw them together. It was like, whoa, there's a big difference between both of these guys. Yep. And it's kind of what we're seeing here in Pittsburgh. Um, all right, receivers, Jahan Dotson, 29, Tyler Lockett, 33rd, Jalen Waddle, 36th, um, Terry McLaurin, 38th, Jamar Chase, 39th, Debo Samuel, 40th, Christian Kirk, 46th, George Pickens, 47th, Amari Cooper, 48th, um, uh, Addison, 49th, Stephon Diggs, 53rd, uh, Hollywood Brown, 76th, A.J. Brown, 90th, and Garrett Wilson, 103. Anyone on this list you want to shout out? There's a lot of people on this list that really, really concerned me. And man, it looks like old Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen ain't really getting along too well. And uh, what, what, uh, uh, when I was watching that game, all, all I saw was just like, oh, past year, past that. Just, just never really wanted Diggs uh, for most of the night. Um, I would say the guy I'm least concerned with is AJ Brown and uh, Garrett Wilson. Unfortunately, you're dead to me. <laughs> uh, yes that's right uh you are um stefan diggs yes i agree i i you know again i don't know what's going on there in buffalo but something something ain't smelling right um again don't know what the vibe is or what it what's going on but jamar chase kind of obvious you know with the qb situation jalen wall surprises me a little i feel like he's had a weird year this year and especially with uh, when Tyreek went out, like he, they went to him, but it was still at times where I'm like, bro, like I, I just, I don't know. There's just something, I don't know. Something's not quite. He, he's been sophomore slumping pretty hard, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, and it's so, but even even with that, he still, as long as he's healthy, he's still okay because he's still in this offense. So there's going to be plenty of opportunity for him to get off, especially with the schedule coming up. All right, uh, let's go tight ends. Logan Thomas, 14th. Evan Ingram, 17th. Laporta, 18th. Um, I spent some time talking about that. Cole Komet, uh, 25th. But other than that, you know, tight ends are what they are. Anyone you want to talk talk about in there? No, nah, you already said the bid on Laporta, so. Yeah, I think, that, like I said, the, that that running game's definitely eaten into him, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, um, definitely. Like, for me, I'm lucky where I have Laporta, but I also have Kincaid, like, just chilling and waiting in the background. Pow! pow that's what I'm throwing. Pow! Get in there, boy. Let's go. You're up. All right. Let's hit the waiver wire. Waiver wire. All right. So big week uh, this week. So we got injuries. We got stuff going on. I mean, so um, looking at this QB market, I mean, not a whole ton out there. Uh, but um, if you want to talk about some guys to take a look at, um, well, let's go to Jordan first. Is there somebody out there for you for those guys that lost Joe Burrow, whatever, or somebody you're looking even to stream this week? Um, anyone that you're looking at even for the future going down, down the stretch? I just traded this gentleman last night at the 11th hour of the trade deadline, but he's available in any of my leagues. I'm definitely taking a, a little bit of a flyer on Baker Mayfield. That schedule is pretty easy down the stretch. He's got a couple of really good weapons out there. He's put together a pretty solid season, very much under the radar. He is that old. <laughs> he's that old reliable <laughs> missionary chick. <laughs> <laughs> she going she go just get the job done you know what i mean like that's that's baker mayfield like he he gets the job done you know what i mean like it ain't you know it's that she ain't reverse cowgirl in pity stocks baby let's go <laughs> it's just it's, we just get it done like i like it i love it just get it in there so um yeah i'm good with that garner Minshew actually at least even for this week um not a bad matchup for him um either so uh you know see might be somebody to take a look at he's got some decent weapons jonathan taylor so of course um defenses can't key up on on them uh so uh excuse me uh can't just uh stack up against the run they gotta worry about garner Minshew a little bit because he's got michael Pittman, got weapons so i like uh, garner Minshew a little bit down the stretch as well maybe somebody to take a look at all right let's go to the running backs um Anybody you're looking at other than Zach Charbonnet? No, go ahead. Talk about Zach Charbonnet because I'm sure that's what we want to talk about here, right? I definitely don't want to talk about A.J. Dillon. So, <laughs> with that, yeah. He's look, pretty much own everywhere anyway, honestly. So, but yeah. It's charm season. He's going to get yeah. a really good long look. And, hey, it, it, Walker may come back, but if – Charm can establish himself. He may, even once Walker's back, still get a good chunk of this work. Kid's super talented. Second-round draft pick. If you've held on to him this long like I have in several leagues, now is your time to rejoice. And if your managers in your league did not have the patience that I do, go get your boy. Yeah, um, somebody else. I did not mention um... – uh, to earlier with Doc, but um, Savan Ahmed uh, went on the IR. Ahmed um, went on the IR today. Um, so Jeff Wilson Jr., if he is still out there, 
go ahead and scoop him up in this offense. Obviously, you know, he's, I don't know what's going on with him. He's not quite himself, but it's still the Miami Dolphin offense, which is very um, running back friendly. And if you're going to get some little bit of that, little bit of that action i mean i think it's it would be a good flyer and roshan johnson as well so if devonta foreman um is out for any bit a little bit of time at least you'll have the starting rb in um in chicago so somebody take a look at also because Khalil herbert i don't even know what this guy's doing all right um let's go on to the receivers what say you my friend anybody receiver wise are you looking to pick up so on the wide receivers, I'm still uh, st- still pretty bullish on Josh Downs. And, man, I'm going I'm to eat my words here a little bit. I've been talking shit on him for a good two and a half years. But, man, Odell Beckham Jr., welcome Good-ish. back to the league, my man. Welcome back. Good to see you. Well, see, that's the question. And I've heard this been, you know, it was even po- – it was like a poll somewhere I saw today online. Do you think OBJ's um, – numbers go up um significantly due to the injury to mark andrews um which is an interesting question i know he's a bigger target also um and it looks like that actually lamar is making a bit of an effort to go the receiver so um quite possibly somebody to take and like you said i've also talked a lot of smack and gotta say like you know this is might be a, a time to go ahead and take a flyer on obj this is what it i time to be alive what a time to be alive god almighty all right um let's go to tight ends um how much do you like isaiah likely who I like you a lot, baby. So listen, I'm all for Odell Eaton, and I still think he can be a bigger part of this offense. To me, Isaiah Likely is officially a tight end one the rest of the way. Said it, forget it, no doubt about it. Look, he's kids talented. We've seen flashes when he's had opportunities. I think he's going to step in. He's not Mark Andrews, but I think he will have better production than 90% of yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, again, it, it, there's been times where he has filled in um, and played that role, been him. So I definitely uh, like it, likey, likey a lot, as you mentioned. Um, Isaiah likely definitely somebody to go grab. Looks like we had a comment here, my bad. And, and it says, well, when this Pollard takes a fall, he needs to switch to <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 Andrew LaDuc. Leduc. He's right, man. Sophisticated station. He's the one, the only guy I know in the offseason who was like Tony Pollard ate it. And everybody was laughing in his face. But y'all, he's right. Mr. Ballard, listen Mr. to that Ma- man. He sophisticatedly did it to you. All right, let's go to the streaming defense options this week. Anybody out there you're looking to stream this week? Give me. Hope I'm not stealing your thunder here, but no, uh, okay. America's team, Jalen Ramsey's back in the saddle. We saw what they could do last week, and now you give us the Jets who don't even know who the hell they're starting at quarterback. I'm not even sure who they're back. Tim Boyle, isn't that something that grows on your ass occasionally? Give me America's team's defense all day, every day this week. Uh. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Listen, so my streaming option, um, I got, well, I got a couple actually. Obviously, it was America's team was my number one. 
Saints are out there. I know they're kind of owned everywhere, but they were just on a buy. So if you're in that league where people are, you know, they're strapped, they want to, they don't hold two defenses. Maybe they're out there going against Atlanta this weekend. Let me tell you something right now. Here, bring the camera up closer and hear me or your radio up and listen, whatever it may be, whatever you're watching on. If you don't have the Saints defense and they are on the waiver wire, you best go pick them up because you go look at their schedule. Oh, my God. You want to talk about Christmas? It comes early and often with the Saints defense. You got like the Giants at like the Super Bowl. I mean, they got every shitty defense coming or offense. I'm sorry, coming up on their schedule. So go get every stock you can of the Saints defense if they're out there. Hey, bro, you need to put some respect on Danny DeVito's illegitimate son, Tommy, because he was throwing it down last week. Fun fun stat of the day. Uh, In Tommy DeVito's career, he has two multi-touchdown passing games. In Kenny Pickett's career, he has one. Nice. You're waiting for that one. I love it. All right, well, um, now we're going to get into our Turkey Day breakdown. I do want to say, however, um, the intro is a little long. And the reason is I wanted to uh, take a little um, flashback from our old uh, Turkey Day episode uh, when Fred came on the set. Um, I thought they were just props. So I just made up some stuffing like I threw in something in it. And this guy starts eating. It was thing. And bro, it's 9 a.m. by the way, mind you, when all this is going on. So anyway, let's get into the Turkey Day breakdown and a little flashback from our old school Turkey Day special. Welcome back, LSFL family, to LSFL Game Day Live Thanksgiving edition. Yeah! Getting Happy Thanksgiving. We here are celebrating the LSFL Game Day Live way. We have our treats in front of us. Most of them are props for Fred. Doesn't matter, he still eats them. I'm gonna try it off. <laughs> Alright, so let's start off with our introductions to my far right. It is Mr. Freddy. Doesn't matter if it's props, he'll eat it. (laughs) We're about to chow down. Freddy at least is anyway. But let's chow out on last week's breakdown. The uh, Thanksgiving awesome. breakdown. Let's get that puppy started. Yeah, that was a throwback to back in the day. And we were pretty uh, actually drunk, I remember, actually, on a not on a early on a turkey day. That was a fun one. All right, let's go. Early day, turkey day. Packers at the Lions. Don't need to worry about weather in this one. They are in the dome. Packers lead this series overall 105-76-7. and seven. Lions have won four in a row, including this year. They've won 34 to 20. This is the 22nd matchup between these two teams on Thanksgiving. Lions lead the Turkey Day series 12, 8, and 1. And just if you're curious, Packers overall on Thanksgiving, 14, 20, and 2. The Lions are 37, 44, and 2. 
in this matchup, Lions are favored by seven. Over under is 46 and a half. And let's talk about fantasy real quick. Packers against fantasy QBs. They are six running backs, 23rd receiver, six tight ends, 13th, 13th, excuse me. Lions are 26 against fantasy QBs, eighth against running backs, 22nd against receivers and tight ends. All right, my friend, guys, you like and don't like in the matchup. And then, of course, give me your winner. So for me, I feel like this is a sneaky Packers play. We saw some good stuff out of Jordan Love last week. Um, I would probably dial him back up. The Detroit Lions looked very, very vulnerable this past week against the Chicago Bears. So I'm not calling the upset, but man, I think there might be something there. With that being said, I'm starting golf. I'm starting both of the running backs. Um, you know, you start your Detroit starters. I'm a little concerned about Sam Laporta. And if I can get Isaiah Likely in my lineup over him, I'm doing it this week. I like it. LaDukey, welcome into the studio. I saw it was just the two of you hanging on. I, I wanted to give you some extra. Yeah, hey, you just to rub in Tony Pollard's crappy season. Hey, yeah, you know, you know what, it. you know what, Jordan, I'll give it to you. I was just trying to make fun of you, and you gave me a shout out, so thank you. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> were the one guy, like the grade was going this way, and you were going that way as yeah, well, hard I, as you could. I, I used it all up on that because in every other one of my leagues, all my takes were wrong. So, thank That's you, Tony right. Pollard. If, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> didn't you make the uh, did, was it Pollard? You um, Chuck Bassboard prediction? Uh, no, no, I, I forget who I put it. Wasn't it wasn't Pollard though? Damn. Yeah, uh, Andrew. Andrew is sitting watching. He's like, wait a minute. I I said something right. Hold on. Let me get in here. So I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> you know it. A little pat on the back, real quick. All right. Well, while you're here, my friend, let's hear your prediction. Give me some guys you like and don't like. Who do you, who who wins this matchup? Uh, so you were talking Green Bay and uh, Lions, Green right? Lions. Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. I can't. I came in during your throwback before. Um, yeah, so so I I like the Lions overall in this game. Um, I do. So I heard you, Jordan, as I came in, say that you're you're a little scared of Sam Laporte. I'm right there with you. His production seems to have dipped a bit, and it, it's a little uh, worrisome. I think dynasty wise, he's still good, but for this year, um, it seems like dare I say they seem to be <laughs> looking Jamison Williams way a little bit more. And that's a little scary. Uh, so look, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, the, the, the running game is where the only place I'm really looking outside of I'm on, uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. So, um, Jordan love Christian Watson still remains one of the biggest disappointments this year for me, uh, that, that I, I can't trust anybody in that offense, even AJ Dillon with Aaron Jones banged up now, like that, that the Green Bay offense is just abysmal to me. So hell I'm playing the Lions defense, uh, this week for the, on Thanksgiving. If you're playing those DK showdowns, give me the Lions defense. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I'm with you 100. percent Every guy's hit everything point, every point on the fantasy aspect of it. Um, and we all like the Lions in our Turkey Day get up. Look at us on our Turkey Day get up. Look at that. I just want to take a moment. Look at how look at Jordan. Like this guy is like you know Pocahontas. Watch out. Like you better watch out. You is, made Jester that- look way too good. Yeah, and Freddie, Freddie looks like a fucking model. What is this bullshit? And I don't know why, but the photo editor always makes Greg white. <laughs> but you're right, Jordan. You look, you look, uh, you look stunning there. 
Yeah, it's probably the best picture I ever took inadvertently. I mean, I mean, it's amazing. It's Fabio. Like, I just can't even believe it. All right. All right, let's get let's get on to the next matchup as we start to eat our Turkey Day uh Thanksgiving feast or already have eaten it. Commanders at the Cowboys, also in the dome. Cowboys lead the overall series 76, 48, and two. Um, last year they split. Commanders won 26 to 6. Cowboys won 25 to 10. Um, these teams have played 10 times overall uh, on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys lead that matchup 8-2. to two. Um, The Cowboys are 32-22-1 all-time on Thanksgiving. The Commanders are 4-8 all-time. Uh, Cowboys are 10.5-point favorites, and over-under is 48.5. Fantasy-wise, Commanders, they're dead last against fantasy QBs, 17th against running backs. 31st against receivers and 16th against tight ends. Cowboys, great defense against QBs, 13th, 7th against running backs, 2nd against receivers, and 23rd against tight ends. Jordan, guys you like and don't like, and of course, who you like in a matchup. So, Commanders always play Dallas close, no matter like what the gap is in talent, right? I, I would pick the commanders all day to uh to to hit that spread there, but Dallas is gonna win the game. Uh Jack Prescott's gonna eat. He's uh quietly the number one overall rated back on PFF right now. Um Tony Pollard, I saw some really nice things out of him last week, but Carolina can't stop anything on that side of the ball. So I'm tempering expectations with Pollard. I think you still have to start him. I'm smashing Jake Ferguson this week. He's getting in the zone, book it, and then C.D. Lamb absolutely automatic. I'm not touching these wide receivers. I absolutely trotting out my boy slanging Sam, who's going to be throwing and running for his life. He may throw three interceptions. He may throw five touchdowns. Who knows? It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be a party. <laughs> what do you What do you say, Drew? Guys, you like and don't like. Give me a winner. Yeah, so uh, I completely agree with Jordan. So the Commanders are the only team in history to uh, attempt the, the tank and fail. Uh, so that, that, that's been fun to watch. Uh, so at some point that message is going to be passed down to the team to say, Hey, get your shit together and lose already. Um, so I expect the Cowboys to easily win this game. Uh, but look, don't, if you're playing your DK lineup, so that's my mindset's in daily right now. If you're playing a DK lineups, these showdown lineups, you're going to have to save some money because of the, the smaller slate. Uh, Rico Dowdle, Jake Ferguson, for sure, is going to be where you can do it. Jake Ferguson is a beast. Rico Dowdle's getting more and more opportunities, so he's a more shot in the dark. But with Pony Tollard's Tony Pollard splitting Tony Tollard. I'm always going to call that dude Tony Tollard for the rest of the time. Thank you. With Tony Pollard splitting time, I you know coming into the season, I thought it was going to be Deuce Vaughn, but uh, Rico Dottle has been the guy that's splitting time, and that's just the way Dallas wants to run this offense. That was my prediction in the offseason. I just got the guys wrong. So uh, Rico Dottle could be a big DK savings for you this week. So obviously, CD line, like you nailed it with the other guys. That Those are no-brainers. If you want to ride, ride the white pony taller. That's what they say. Right? <laughs> um, all right. So listen, I totally agree. Um, obviously, um, yeah, I do. I do agree with Jordan, too. I do think this will be closer uh, maybe than I'm expected because 
um, of the fact that Sammy Howell will, like you said, sling that thing down there and eventually one's going to go at some point. Amen, um, dude. <laughs> As someone who does not love the commanders, I fucking love me some Sam Howell, boy. He's he's the new Gardner <laughs> Minshew, man. I'm all about him. He really is. We all agree. We're one big happy family again on uh, uh, Thanksgiving. It's, we all like the Cowboys in this matchup. All right, let's get <laughs> It's so funny. All right, let's get to the uh the the eight o'clock one or whatever time it is. 49ers at the Seahawks. Um, weather for this one 44 degrees, clear skies, winds are at 10 miles an hour. Overall, Seahawks lead this series 30 to 20. Uh 49ers won the last matchup, which was the NFC wild card 41 to 23. They won three in a row. Seahawks. Um, are one and zero versus the Niners on Thanksgiving Day. Believe it or not, Seahawks are two and two all time on Thanksgiving. 49ers are three, two, and one. 49ers are favored by seven, and the over under is forty three. As far as the fantasy aspect, 49ers uh, against fantasy QBs are third. Against running backs are ninth. Receivers eighteenth. Tight ends two. Um, Seahawks 18th against quarterbacks, 28th against running backs, 17th against receivers, and 12th against tight ends. Jordan, guys, you like and don't like who wins the matchup. This matchup, I don't think, is going to be all that close. And I kind of expect San Francisco to come out and punch Seattle in the mouth pretty hard. Um, I'm starting all my Niners. Give me Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, automatic. Uh, Brandon Ayuk's coming on strong. Start George Kittle. I'm rolling out Debo as well. Um, on the other side of the ball, dialing up Charb. You already know that. Um, I do have some concerns about Geno. Um, being a little bit banged up with that. I think you got to start Lockett every week. I think you got to start, you know, DK every week. Um, so, but with that being said, I, I think this game isn't all that close. I think San Francisco is going to make a statement on this one. Well, if Gina thought he had a uh, sore tricep before, wait till they had the hit <laughs> game. Uh, what do you, what do you think, uh, Andrew? Yeah, this is the dynasty fantasy players game right here because you're finally going to get to watch Zach Charbonnet with the, the lion's share really hammer it home here. Uh, I'll talk about that later in Sophistication Station. Uh, so Zach Charbonnet is going to have get a good look. But other than that, yeah, we already know what's going to happen here. It's going to be the Christian McCaffrey, the George Kittle, the Brock Party show. Uh, my bigger point here, sure, I think San Francisco wins. Uh, I'm still a believer that Brock Purdy is just a pumpkin who was looking really shiny in this offense. I think, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo looked really good in this offense too. And look what happened to him the second he went somewhere else. So sure. As long as Brock Purdy is on this team, he's going to be fantasy viable and you need to play him. Uh, if he leaves this team though, you need to trade his ass off your team immediately. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'd be hundred percent behind that one. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, let's – yeah, oh, anyway, bet, yeah, I totally agree. Basically, with all of that, I, you know, like I said, the only thing I will say is that perhaps Gino could pull out a decent fantasy game only because um, the game script will dictate it. They'll be down so much, he has to throw them in it just every play. That could – I could see a world where that happens. Um, so, you know, again, if he, if you are a Joe Burrow owner – and you're looking for somebody off the wire, and Gino's there. Maybe this is the matchup you're looking for, um, just because of the game script uh, aspect of it. And um, Seahawks, or excuse me, the Niners have been giving it up um, to the QBs and the receivers a little bit in the second. But again, let's not delay time. 
We'll hammer it home again. We'll tomahawk it home. The all like the 49ers. And Justin misses this show, really. (laughs) I got him as the chief. (laughs) This uh, this picture kind of looks like a a rejected uh, late 80s wrestling faction picture. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Like uh, our assignment is by Friday to figure out a name for the faction. All right. Let's go to the uh, first ever Black Friday game, which, by the way, I heard the Jets are wearing all black because that's exactly what they are. I don't know. I was going to say something <laughs> shitty. I couldn't think of it. All right. They're, um, the <laughs> and we just got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> America's team goes up to New York to face the Jets. 47 degrees, a slight chance of rain, winds nine miles an hour. No big deal. Dolphins lead the series overall 58, 56, and one split last year. Um, Dolphins won 11 to six in the worst game ever, which I'll talk about in a minute. Jets uh, won 40 to 17. Dolphins are favored by nine and a half over unders 41. Uh, uh, Fantasy wise, Dolphins are 21st against QBs, 15th against running backs, 21st against receivers, 17th against tight ends. Jets, 6th against QBs, 25th against running backs. Numero uno against receivers and 24th against tight ends. All right, Jordan, guys you like and don't like, who's their winner? It's going to be America's team. And, um, you know, if I'm the Jets, I'm I'm praying for rain, hail, sleet, tornadoes, anything to stop this uh, Miami Dolphins onslaught that is about to happen. Um, give me two uh, – Give me Raheem, the American dream Moster in the rebound. Um, he he was on the flops list this week. He's going to be a top five running back this week on Thanksgiving Day. Give me Raheem. And look, Tyreek Hill, absolutely automatic. And I already told you guys, Garrett Wilson is dead to me. However, Brees Hall isn't. I'm starting him with all the confidence. <laughs> Look at David. David. (laughs) Jordan guy. Who is this guy? All right. What do you think, Drew? Who's uh, who's the winner? Give me guys you like and don't like. Uh, I'm going to say right now, congratulations, uh, Kamish, on the Dolphins pretty much locking up the division this week with this win over the Jets, uh, as well as probably single-handedly getting uh, Sean McDermott fired from the Bills after they inevitably lose to the Eagles this week as well. So uh, the Dolphins – flipped this division this year i can't do anything other than say i was wrong and congratulations and fuck you um (laughs) that's good but uh yeah look all the all the main players are going to be here uh tim boyle is doesn't know what the hell he's got in store for him uh exactly uh, the fact that Zach Wilson is demoted all the way down to QB3 is just laughable, and I love it. Love every second of this Jets implosion. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back around Christmas is also laughable, but you read the inside the medical time for that diagnosis. The Jets are screwed. The, the, the Garrett Wilson is going to be nothing. Brees Hall is going to be begging for a new team. Uh, this is a nightmare. Dolphins all the way. Play all your Dolphins, except for Devin Shane, because that's a – Fucking sad story, but so 
I, there's nothing more fun than all week, you know, all these games. All I kept hearing was the painted black because you're damn <laughs> right. That's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to paint the town black. Damn it. Painting. It's going to be the red wedding up in New York for, for Black Friday. I can't wait. Listen, I don't I don't ask for much. I've always, I'm always that guy. It's like, listen, I don't need a whooping. I just need a win mm-hmm. on the next game. This is the one I want the whooping though, because this it's is happening. the one I heard all off season about all this Jets team, and all I kept saying was, yeah, 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 bullshit. Let's see it, blah blah. And mm. guess what? We didn't see it. They're still yapping though. It's of course America's team. The Miami Dolphins and this colonial trader, Freddie. Well, of course, he did. Alone turkey. <laughs> how can how can he still how can he still do that? Even even I've given up on the Patriots. I won't pick the Patriots. He's still picking the Jets. That's just sad. I think he was peer pressured because Greg gave him hell earlier this year when he didn't pick the Jets, and now Greg <laughs> is, is the Benedict Arnold in the situation. This is true. This is true. That's too funny. Now, listen, I did have a little bit of fun before we headed out. I had a little bit of surprise. I didn't know we had a, had a guest to play along, though. So I got a little bit of some fun trivia for, to, for you guys to mess with. Not quite um, fantasy quiz show style, but we'll still play it a little bit like it. Let's do fantasy quiz show. There right seems there. to be no sign of intelligence. It's the fantasy quiz show. Uh, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> It's going to be a long game. All right. Thanksgiving. We got to do something fun. Top. Let's see. Where am I at here? Top. One, two, three, four answers on the board. Here is your question. There are four teams that are winless on Thanksgiving. Can you name them? The Houston Texans. The Houston Texans. Hard. Um, how about the Vikings? The Minnesota Vikings. Just seem like a team that's always randomly on there. (laughs) The. Tennessee Titans. <laughs> and I'm always trying to think of like the trash games we've gotten in the past. Oh, um, how about uh how about the Raiders? The wait, hold on. The Raiders. Oh my goodness. Hold on. I gotta get back here. <laughs> I just noticed some uh comments I was trying to get to them. The Raiders! Right, come on, winless teams, teams that are winless. Trey, what the, up, the, brother? Appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. The Jeez, Chargers. The, well, the L, now the L.A. <laughs> I'm about to say San Diego, Jesus. So the L.A. Chargers. Oh, my God, you guys. I know, what in the hell? Winless teams here. All right, let's go. Let's, uh, well, all right, what, one more, and then I'll start. We got to get, like, a hint or something. One more, one um, more guess. Here. How about the Bears? The Bears. 
All right. Jordan. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to be one of three teams here. I'm going to give it to you. And whoever gets it gets the win here for this round. We'll call it. It is one of them is a team from the state of Florida. The Jaguars. Next. The, oh, I heard, I'm sorry. What did you just what? say? Yeah, did you the I, I stopped at Jackson because Andrew said Jaguars. So. <laughs> oh my goodness oh all good all in good fun my friend all in good fun oh, all right great, so man. the answer from andrew was the jacksonville jaguars probably never even played on thanksgiving the tampa bay buccaneers tampa oh give, bay. give the credit to david come on <laughs> finally jesus Bravo. All right, and the other Bravo. two. Bravo, David. Bravo, yeah, David. You finally, finally, somebody can get it. The other two teams, by the way, the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. So there you go. All right, so there are. Let's go back the opposite way. God, I'm afraid to bring this up. Like be here all night. Uh, top three answers on the board. Now I'm looking for the opposite. There's three teams that are undefeated on Thanksgiving. Can you Ooh. give me walking at least one of them? The New England Patriots. New England Patriots. <laughs> the last one I remember. How about you, Drew? Oh, geez. Undefeated. Um, how about the Bills? <laughs> Buffalo Bills? <laughs> I feel like they played recently. How about America's team, the uh, Miami Dolphins? America's team, the Miami Dolphins. You know, that's always a safe bet when it's uh, Jason picking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually why I guessed the Bucks because you had guessed the Jaguars, and I knew if Miami was on that list, it wouldn't have made the show. So. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're welcome. Absolutely uh, not. All right. Uh, on Thanksgiving. Got uh, one of them hints. I mean, uh, I'm going to give you a couple shots at it first. Yeah, how about how about San Francisco? The 49. All right, so I'll give you a Jesus, I don't even know how to get <laughs> Um All right. One, all right, fuck it. Here it goes. One of these teams is located in the Lone Star State. The Houston Texans. The Houston Texans. Damn, they want to know. That was that was my first guess on the winless wins. No, I think I believe it or not. Um, the Panthers are on here as well. They are one and zero. And the Ravens, um, which I believe they're four and zero on Thanksgiving. So fair. I'm usually too drunk to remember what happens in the football game. So if that you was don't a know, if you don't know, now you know. There is um, there. I had a couple other ones, but you guys uh, will be here all night. Just to bring it up, the number of teams to there's only one team that has never played on Thanksgiving. 
and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. So in case I guess them. That, there has not been a shutout, by the way, um, since the uh, 1970 merger. I'm sorry, there's been one shutout since the 1970 merger, and it was the Cowboys shutout America's team, the Miami Dolphins in 1999. See, I brought something for something negative against Miami. Uh, most passing yards all time on Thanksgiving, Matt Stafford, 3,000. Uh, most passing <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, good God. I mean, most, I guess law of averages. <laughs> most, yeah, well, yeah, they played the most. Probably it makes the most sense. Most of these are Cowboys and um, Lions. Like, mo- most passing TDs are tied between Romo and Stafford, 18. Um, Bobby Lane from the Lions, 14, is on this list, and Danny White, 14. So then there you go. Um, most rushing yards, Emmett Smith, 1,178. TDs, the same, Emmett, uh, with 13. Most receiving yards, Jason Witten, believe it or not, 903. Herman Moore um, was number two, Calvin Johnson at number three, and Michael Irvin, number four on that list. Um, number one receiving TDs is Calvin Johnson with 11. And number two on this list, Closey Box from the Lions. Oh, um, yeah, I totally got that one. You know, I mean, all day, the box. You know, <laughs> Hello. Anyway, good job, guys. I'm going to throw some fun fantasy uh, facts for you for Thanksgiving. But before we head out, he already came to join us live, but he was here earlier in the studio to give some sophisticated waiver wire pickup. So let's get on to Sophistication Station. Welcome to Sophistication Station. Choo-choo, turkey lovers, because this is Sophistication Station. I'm Andrew LaDuke, a.k.a. Mr. Mallard, and let's get into our waiver wire pickups to make your final playoff pushes in fantasy football. So first up, we have Rashid Shahid on the New Orleans Saints with Michael Thomas now hitting the IR. Rashid Shahid is going to see more continued involvement behind Chris Olave. Shahid also has the uh, the ability to be in this hybrid running back slash wide receiver role. So look for Shahid to continue to be consistent with a little bit of uptick in production. If he can find the end zone, he can be a real flex deal for you going forward. And then Zach Charbonnet in uh, Seattle with Kenneth Walker, a little banged up. It sounds like Kenneth Walker has a chance to go after maybe just missing one week. But we're going to finally get a true look at Charbonnet. Uh, going forward he's been consistent he runs hard but now he'll get the lion's share and we'll get a good look at him so with the way running backs are injured this year get zach charbonnet on your team and then with mark andrews going down in baltimore isaiah likely steps right into the role like he has in the past when needed that offense is not going to change they're still going to target their tight ends so look for isaiah likely to be a big red zone threat maybe not so much between the 20s but once they're in the red zone look for him to be active in that offense and then finally, Tajay Spears in Tennessee. Derrick Henry's been disappointing. The team has been disappointing. Uh, Tajay Spears, when given the opportunities, although it has been little, he's been good and solid. So I expect as the season goes on, Henry gets frustrated. The team continues to go downhill. Spears will get more looks, and he could be that final piece you need to make a run in your fantasy playoffs. Once again, I'm Andrew LaDuke, a.k.a. Mr. Mallet, and this has been Sophistication Station. Stay classy, my friends. Hi-ho, everybody. The party starts now. We've got corn. Corn? 
What in creation is corn? Well, it's only the most genius food ever. It's nutritious, it's decorative. And how much do I love the shape? That's the way you close it out for the Thanksgiving episode. We appreciate you, Mr. LaDuke. Let everyone know, of course, where they can get all your great content while you're on here, my friend. Yeah, so Divots and Pivots, just before this show, we just wrapped up Season 2, so you'll catch us back in January 2024. We'll kick off Season 3 for your golf show, and then every Wednesday, Dynasty Hour, right here on TSS Fantasy, talking Dynasty's fantasy sports. Nice. Well, if you're off, bro, you can come on Tuesday night anytime you want, my friend. Come on. Hell yeah. We appreciate you. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, of course, and to you out there as well. Uh, We appreciate all of you. We'll be back on Friday to break down the rest of the slate on Sunday. And I can't wait to talk about Black Friday. I can't wait. (laughs) Freddie, come fucking home, boy. He ain't going to show up. Oh, I know. He ain't coming. (laughs) Slot twist. What happens if the Jets pull the upset? Oh, my God. Freddie's going to be unbearable. He will show up. (laughs) Yeah, you know what's going to happen? Ain't going to be no show. Yeah. <laughs>